Matthew Norman from the London Evening, Evening Standard says, Hawkins's performance throughout is career-defining. With her eyes, mouth, and physicality, she finds a level of emotional eloquence to render speech redundant. Kevin Mayer from the Times says, All plot holes can be subsumed within the magical realist tone for which Mel- Del Toro is famed, yet there's an uncomfortable tension between the film's whimsical Amelie Light or lighter style in its clumsy political point scoring. What's up, guys? You'll notice that we just did a, a critic reading of what the movie we're going to do, The Shape of Water. Uh, Jake yep. came with an idea that we would read other people's critic ideas and notes. Yeah, so the whole point of what we're doing is this is a more down-to-earth, realistic conversation about movies. We, we're we not film critics. Yeah. We're not going to use the stupid, fancy language that they use. We're just going to talk about it like normal guys. There might have been three words I didn't understand in that. Exactly. That's the problem. That's either the problem with me, them, or the fact that I have a master's degree and still haven't learned things like the Oxford comma. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we are going to do The Shape of Water, um, and this week, well, sadly, we're going to do The Shape of Water. Yeah, we were going to do Napoleon Dynamite. And we were going to watch it together. Yes. What happened, Jake? I mean, you were there, so we both saw that as I was going to put the DVD into my uh, PS3, which is where I watch my DVDs, what happened? But well, a crow. Yeah. Which is weird, house. like, why your pet crow had gotten away a couple months ago, flew back only yeah, for yeah, the yeah. DVD, not, not, not to hang crow. out. Right. So we settled on The Shape of Water because those yep. movies are pretty much synonymous. Yep. Um, and you might hear your page rustlings because that's we, we have all this stuff written down. Hey, I took a lot of notes on this one. There's so, a lot to say. Um, yeah, I do, oddly enough, on this one. But this movie, uh, did it win Best Picture a couple years ago? Yeah, so 2017. Boom, Best Picture. Best picture. Uh, without giving anything away, I don't know that I would have given it Best Picture, but... Maybe you'll talk me into it or talk me out of it. I don't know how you feel about it. I don't want to hear about it. You want to do the countdown? Wait, no, you got to do the synopsis real quick, and then we'll yeah, do the so countdown. Yeah, so quick synopsis is for Shape of Water. From master storyteller Guillermo del Toro comes The Shape of Water, an otherworldly fairy tale set against the backdrop of Cold War-era America circa 1962. In the hidden high-security government laboratory where she works, lonely Eliza, that's, her, that's how it's pronounced, yep. right? I think... Uh, played by Sally Hawkins, is trapped in a life of isolation. Lysa's life is changed forever when she and co-worker Zelda, played by Octavia Spencer, discover a secret classified experiment. Rounding out the cast are Michael Shannon, Richard Jenkins, Doug Jones, and Michael Stuhlbarg. Yeah, that name is something else. All right, three, two, one, seven. seven. <gasps> Again, we did it the exact same. Bro, okay, do you uh-huh. want... I kind of just want to talk about it, and then we'll go into, like... Yeah, let's just break down, like... I think Del Toro uh-huh. is... He's not one of my favorite. I think he's, like, my favorite director or producer, whatever he does, for weird movies. Sure. Pan's Labyrinth, same. Mm-hmm. Um, Hellboy, same. Yeah. Also, the guy Doug Jones, one of my favorite actors... Yes. He's the one that plays all those creatures... Oh, that's who he is. That's right. He plays all those weird creatures. He, I don't know, um, for our one or two listeners. Last week you said you didn't like Hellboy. No, no, but I like the weirdness. Oh, okay. I don't like 
Hellboy is a comic and Hellboy is all that. I don't like okay. that. Okay. But the weirdness, um, this creature looks almost identical to Abe, Abe Sapien. Sapien sure. 100%. Same actor, too, and yep. director. So it's like... We Do you think he used the same costume? I, I would say he used some of the same... Like, uh, Variations, yeah. Although, I can't remember if Abe... Um, Abe has other clothes on. There you go. I couldn't remember. Yeah. But even if he didn't, who knows? Right. But I watched a short video on Doug Jones at one point. Yeah. And he's like, the only reason I got an acting job is because I'm willing to sit six hours in makeup and yes. then have weird, lanky hands. Yes. And it's like, he is okay. a weirdly proportioned dude. Yeah. Who has just found the perfect niche for his weird proportions. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like a weird... And the fact that he's willing to sit in that... Um, well, I mean, I think yeah. if he paid me as much as he gets paid, I'd probably be down to sit in a chair for six hours. That's real. But some movies, he doesn't say a word. Yeah, no, that's fine. He just makes those gargling sounds in this one. Which, yuck. <laughs> yuck. Okay, so uh, in the movie, Eliza, she goes... It opens on a weird scene. It's like a compilation of what like masturbation her daily life is like. Yeah. Yeah. Have you um, have you seen American Beauty? No, that's the one with the front cover is just a rose and it's like a naked girl, right? Yes. And petals. No, I haven't yes. seen it. So it it opens up with Kevin Spacey talking about his characters. Okay. Like normal life, and there's it also starts with a there's a masturbation scene in that, Why? and I feel like. I can't say why. I have no idea. But oh. the thing that's weird about it is, like, when I watched American Beauty and that scene was in it, I was like, oh, this is just a weird guy. Like, he's married. Why? It's weird. Yeah. Whatever. And in this one, it was like, okay, so maybe this is more to do with, like, a woman claiming who she is and her sexuality. And in this one, I, I don't know if I was just – maybe I'm just more cognitive – about things now than I was when I saw American Beauty in college. Maybe. I don't think this has anything to do with a woman claiming back anything. Okay. Because I don't think she, like, was in a place where she lost. I mean, we can get, like, deep into it, and they didn't have all the rights and stuff in that time. I don't think that's what this was about. What this compilation is about is Eliza is alone. Yeah, and she's mute. Everything about her life Yeah. she does it by herself. There's... she doesn't really have human connections. Yeah. And she is mute, so she has that, like, barrier of not being able to communicate with people. Yeah. Well, she communicates with people, but not everyone. Yeah, and so she's mute and has this cool job, which mm-hmm. I I don't know how to describe. Like, I'm all about that kind of a job. Being a janitor for, like, a super secret yeah. organization. Yeah, because you still get all the cool super secret stuff, but you don't have mm-hmm. to, like, be a scientist. Do you? Yeah, look what she did with that guy or the thing but that didn't that wasn't gonna happen until he comes running in i mean we're getting ahead of ourselves but yeah she just like cleans the bathrooms oh that's right and, the and then the guy gets he yeah okay that guy okay so she's cleaning and all this stuff yeah. and then it shows a guy named strickland who is the officer uh-huh. and he gets his fingers bit off and shot by a different gun or he shoots he or he shoots he shoots or something yeah yeah um I don't like the weird theme of him trying to put his fingers back on the entire movie. They're black by the end of the movie. Yeah, the means end nothing. of the movie when he rips them off. Yeah. <laughs> they are so, so stomach churning that scene, but it Well, was no wonder like, he was sick. That's Oh uh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, you have decaying flesh 
on your hand uh-huh. right into your bloodstream. Yeah. And you, it's like, just pull, pull those off. You'll be okay. Well, he does. What was weird to me is he also has a sex scene with his wife. Oh, yeah. And then he uses the hand to yep. cover her mouth or something. Yep. And she's grossed out by it. Yeah. And it just continues. But he's not. He's, like, about it. Yeah, he's... Ugh. Oh, oh, he's such a throw gross up. character. Um, weird love connection. She meets the creature, and it doesn't start out as a love connection. starts out as this, like... Oh, no, this is like Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Like a crazier version of that. Yeah. And it's with eggs... Yeah, the theme of the egg is real weird. I don't understand the theme of the egg. I mean, I think it's just a plot device because later on he kicks the egg, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, someone's in here. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's what it is. Also, it, it connects to, like, her daily routine. Yeah. So maybe that's she what it is. She makes her eggs, like, for yeah. um, And then Strickland's a psychotic weirdo. He's abusing the thing. Mm-hmm. Um uh, it's like this weird, this whole movie is built around the idea that either you save or if you don't save, you kill. Like you, you take a side, right? So she, that's what she says to her, huh. the person she's talking or, uh, signing to the one that she lives with. She's like, either yeah, we save him or we kill Doug him. Jones? No, that's not Doug Jones' character. I forget who that is. Anyway. Yes. But he, no, that guy's in Step Brothers. He's the dad. When I see people from comedies, it's very hard for me to pay attention. He's a good actor, though. And then he eats a cat. She, like, gets it home. Yeah, so the other movie that we're going to be recording today, there's also a cat-related scene that I can't wait to talk about. What our deal is with those (laughs) things. Uh, It's weird, like... Uh, he eats the cat or one of the many cats, well, and no one freaks out. he eats a strict protein diet. But no one freaks out. Right. Well, they because say it, yeah. she, she's like, oh, yeah, this is my fault. Yeah, my bad. I should have known better. Cat's dead. My bad. My bad. Um, then she has sex with this creature. Yes. And then her explanation to Zelda is one of my, Zelda's a, my favorite character in this whole movie. Yes, but, that's Octavia Spencer's character, right? Yeah. yeah. And then the explanation of, like, how it happens is just the hands opening. <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, but where is it? Oh, and, like, no one freaks out that she slept with it. Uh-uh. But more that he has a penis. Yeah. A lot of things are happening. It's the same reason. Can I tell you my biggest issue with that scene? With the sex scene? Yeah. Uh, when she walks in the second time or the first time there's two times she gets uh, naked in front of him so the first time she gets naked and she just like gets into the bathtub with him the second and, time oh the second time I hate because that's not how water works in a freaking Any- house <laughs> yes then she uh, just shuts the door and, and it puts fills towels. up yeah no uh, no I don't know where the water would go but I know that it wouldn't like because she stuffs up all the drains yeah. It would go everywhere rather than filling up that place. It might fill up slowly. It Well, it would just find... Yeah, it'd fill up way slower than... It's un... Yeah. That's all you got for me? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just... I was just... I mean, we just bought our house, right? So I'm thinking about, like, water damage and where water goes and all this. And then I see that scene. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. That's... That's so much water damage. Yeah. Uh, what I... <laughs> That's like... Uh, you're going to have to tear down that whole thing. Yeah. Well, the worst part was that the guy in the theater was like, what's going on? It's leaking into my theater. 
wouldn't you be more freaked out? Where's this water coming from? It it's could, your building. But dripping like that could be like a leaky pipe. But it is weird that it is his building and he's just like talking to them about it. I think what I, yeah, I don't like that she had sex with the thing. No. Yeah, I, I don't even have anything else to say with that. And then Dimitri starts partnering with Eliza, the scientist guy. Yeah. I don't know what his actual name is. Dr. something. Yeah. His real name's Dimitri. Um, the, I don't know, like his scene of getting, like he eventually gets shot and stuff because mm-hmm. they try to kill him and then mm-hmm. Strickland gets there, pulls him by the hole in his cheek, mm-hmm. freaks me out. Oh. Because that's like, oh my so God. Brutal. Um, but that's kind of the whole movie. Well, so there's a subplot going on, right? So Eliza wants to break the the creature out. Meanwhile, there's a Russian spy who's also working there. Yeah. Who also he's being told by his Russian government basically to, to kill, kill it. it. Yeah. So that the Americans can't use it. Which, by the way, why are the Americans researching the monster? To figure out stuff before the Russians, right? To figure out how, to how in space? a man can survive in the pressures of, well, the, all of the craziness of space. Do they know that space and water are not the same? Yes. But they have what's effectively a river god from the Amazon. Yeah. And they're pretty sure that it is an actual deity of that yeah. culture or whatever. And they're researching it for the space race? Yeah. Like, all of the things that this thing can do... You're researching it yeah. for the space race. But remember, this is one of the things that I hate most because we talked about this during the stupid love sex and or love death robots. <laughs> and that will never fade. No. It's this idea that they take something in history and they say like, oh, this was happening. Yeah. But there was also that this is not how it works. Mm-mm. Anyways. So the Russian guy uh, ends up realizing he doesn't want to kill it either so he starts helping eliza get it out and they do get it out which is then when it's back in her apartment that's where the she has sex with it yeah and then they have this plan to when the tides are just right and it's raining put the creature into the ocean so that it can swim to the amazon and i don't know anything about meteorology but i want to say that in the 60s they couldn't predict something a month away not really because even now, I only have a 10-day forecast. Right. And we live in San Diego, where it is literally 70 to 75 degrees. Every day. Partly cloudy every day. Chance of showers occasionally. And yet, they still can't give me they more than 10 can. days. Yeah. Um, you want to go over what you liked, hated about this movie? Uh, I can go over what I liked. Real easy. Okay. This movie has beautiful acting. Yeah. And... It is beautifully constructed. It is a beautiful movie. So the best picture. The way that it's put together, yeah, yeah. it's just beautiful. Um, I feel like if any other director with any other cast, this movie would have just been a train wreck. I Okay, I could take it. Because the plot of this movie, what we see happen on screen... Yeah. What the char- each character's motivation is like what the heck? Like none I feel of like, this yeah. is, none of it is good. None you of it is need good. an awful human or a weird human uh-huh. to direct this. And it's the perfect kind of weird with the perfect eye for very specific aesthetics yeah. that works. Okay. 
That's all you got for good? Really, that's about it. Like, in a, like that's the only reason why it's at, like, remember, seven's pretty low for me. Seven's, like, we're, that's pretty high for me. I know. I know. That's in the great section for like, me. I watched this, and I was like, I'm glad that I watched it. I don't need to ever watch it again. No, yeah. And it's kind of gross, real weird, really pretty, and the acting is phenomenal. I'm happy that, so there's a lot of nudity in this movie. Why did I say that? Like I had some, yeah, some mental problem So there's a lot of nudity, nudity in this movie. And I like, so there's the tendency to always find this, like what culture, what, um, whatever says is this most attractive. And I'm glad that that wasn't a thing in this movie. Not that she's not attractive, but they didn't go for this like supermodel type. And it's like, okay. So now like it makes the story more real. Yeah. Though it is so distant and fictional. Yeah. So here's pros. One, not predictable. No. Uh, This movie, it bounced around too many times. What I liked about the unpredictability of it, I think what made the plot really pretty was that like without the Russian angle, without the Russian spy in this, it's very predictable. Yeah, but when you add him, Beauty and the Beast. But you throw in this other curveball, yeah, and it makes it a lot more interesting. Yeah, because you have this uh, this like third party that isn't really for either side, and so he's unpredictable. Yeah, you don't know what's gonna happen. I like that. I think on top of that, um, because there's things like uh, the healing factor only came in at the end, and it's like, what the heck? Like, why was that not presented? Yeah. Well, they do foreshadow that when you he could... touches him on the head. Oh, and the and hair? he makes his hair grow back. Oh, that's probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. Like... Because that's when you start to realize, oh, this isn't just the monster from the Black Lagoon. This yeah. is a genuine mystical creature. But also, I'm, like, thinning on my hair, so I, like, mm. I dream of the monster. <laughs> <laughs> you can have some of my hair. I have so much hair. Hate it. Um, I think no talking. That's, like, it made for crazy intensity oh, that's in true. some parts um the movie we will do it sometime a quiet place uh-huh. uh i think it is a, it's a good movie for the same reason like i almost feel a sick tension yeah. yeah in that movie there's no talking almost and i feel almost sick because something's missing from the movie mm-hmm. but it's such a good movie that so, i'll still watch it yeah um but in this one it made more intensity because they only made one character not be able to talk and yet everyone could understand sign language which was well again not everyone it was just zelda and what was the guy's name giles 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 uh everyone that she interacted with yeah and then she started teaching the 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 creature yeah and like she started out with egg but there's no concept or way to tell him like this is egg he knows the sign he knows what it is but he doesn't know the word but that's how language works. He has the concept of yeah, that so, thing in his head. So in like in translation, he still wouldn't know how to speak English or hear no. or whatever. No. But um, which is fine. Um, I think I like the last thing I like about this movie is the abuse of the unknown. It's a very civil rightsy thing, hmm. like something that is different, something mm-hmm. that is um, not like you. You sure. want to push down, sure. keep it out. And abuse it and yeah. take what you can from it. Yeah. And I like when um, movies have a creative spin on the civil rights type stuff. I say civil rights I don't mean that to be diminishing. But, like, it's that type of 
I don't know, like, I don't know, genre? Is that a whole genre? Exploitation? As yeah. A genre? Yeah. So it's it's definitely, like, sure. this would what fit. Like, I don't want to think about it as a genre. <laughs> um, and then the cons, I think this is, like, the same as other stories. It's like the Forbidden Lovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a mix between Beauty and the Beast and an alien movie. Like, I found this alien, I made first contact, it only likes me, and then Beauty and the Beast, I'm the only one that will reach to it. Mature. Mix of those. And then Giles, if he is in the story or not, it does not matter. Yeah. Because he gets caught trying to break it out, and, like, nothing about that stops him. At the end, he hits Strickland with a wood piece in the face. Yeah could be done by another character because then um the creature cuts his throat yeah so i think oh, which that was great yeah and i think that regardless of the of whatever he does that he didn't need to be there it was just that's a supplemental true. character yeah that's a bummer yeah also a weird they what i hated about his character is they kept bringing up that he was a failed something artist yeah but he like he was failed for some, like they don't tell the reason why, like he, he was an alcoholic or something and he couldn't get work and was like getting used. Well, so he had, he had a job. Yeah. He was, he had like a, not so much a contract. He was like a private contractor for, uh, ads, right? Yeah. Advertising. But and why so he couldn't he get a job? Ads. They, the art style was moving in a different direction. Oh, and he was still stuck. Yeah. And so they oh. were like, we need you to do this. And he was like, okay, I can do that. And then he comes back with the same thing. They're like, no, we're, we really want something else completely. Yeah. We don't want what you have. Because I for sure remember him saying, like, oh, we want this guy happier. And he was like, happier? Yeah. As if that never registered in his head. Yeah, because he just painted realism. Uh, his relationship with the diner guy? Was so weird. So weird. Not was, needed. Was that unrequited love? I watched a video about this after the fact because I couldn't figure out because there's only two interactions with the stupid diner guy and so the first one it seems well, like i wouldn't say two because remember he opens the the refrigerator and there's high the pie. so yeah. he's had more interactions yeah well he, it's insinuated that he's got this sort of like relationship with this guy yeah and then finds out that the guy's super racist yes but i think and one it's the 60s yeah. It's just a weird I think set of scenes to even put in the movie. Yeah, so this whole there's a lot that doesn't move, right? Uh-huh. So the 60 if this is the 60s in the south, which sure. it is. Yeah. Um Zelda wouldn't be working there. Is it the south? I think so. I, I don't remember like DC. I guess that's it's on that side. Yeah. So it's somewhere back east and like if if there are that many racist things happening mm-hmm. why, yeah, why is zelda working there i don't know i uh did you find it ironic that the evil guy called them the help and octavia spencer was literally in the movie the help do you find it ironic that i've never seen the movie the I help either. oh so how do you know because octavia spencer is a magnificent actress actor actress human being actress it's a woman I think it's a gender-neutral term now. Oh, is it? I think so. Oh, nice. That's helpful. Yeah. Um, I saw her in a movie last night. Uh-huh. The Shack. She plays God. Oh, 
Interesting. Have you read the book? I have not. Well, then it doesn't make sense for you then. All right. You need to read the book. Okay. As a side note. I don't think I'm gonna. Okay. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I... movie coming out called Ma, which looks... M-A? Nuts. Yes. Man, I suck at going to the movies because I have no idea what's coming out. Uh, you do I didn't even go to the movies. I didn't know that Toy Story 4 was coming out. Let's Can talk about that. Can we do Us at some point? Huh? Can we do Us at some point? Have you seen it? I have. I Actually, have not. I don't think we need to. Plenty has been said on it. Yeah. Uh, movies? Sorry, yeah, Toy like, Story coming out. Yeah, I didn't know that was coming out. I didn't know that it was a Lego Movie 2. Also, I'm not a child, so those so, things still... Lego Movie 2 has a phenomenal song in it that I love. Everything is awesome. Again? No, it's worse. What is it? Worse and better. It's called Catchy Song. You going to sing it? I don't remember the line, which is ironic. Oh, the the chorus is like, this song's going to get stuck inside your, this song's going to get stuck inside your, this song's going to get stuck inside your head. I hate that. <laughs> I also hate that you sang it and kept eye contact with me the entire time. I feel dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Still eye contact. <laughs> Yuck. Um, I think this movie, at least for me, um, outside of like, Giles and stuff, Giles. or Giles, whatever. Uh, and outside of like, it's soup. Like I don't know, seven for me is almost great. I wouldn't watch it again, but I think it's it needs to be seen, just because of what it is. I think everyone needs to watch Apocalypto. That's not true, but it's definitely a great movie. We'll talk about that movie one that day. One. <laughs> oh. Yeah, someday maybe. Um, but there's all like there's movies that I think people should just watch based on how they're made, cinematography. Like, the level of good in it. So I think that's why I put this movie at, like, a seven, is if you're in a film class you and you want to be, like... This a, is your a movie. producer for movies, or you want to be a script writer or whatever, you want to know what a great movie, like, looks like... Did you just say a script writer? Whatever. Tell me how amazing it is for script writers to put in a mute character. A third <laughs> of your work is done now. No, it's not, because you, you still have, like, the parenthetical, like... Oh, you have to write that? Yeah. Ah, oh, crap. Yeah. I never, thought that was all ad-libbed. Never read a script? Do you know where I work? Yes, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, uh, but even, like, you never read, like, Shakespeare in high school? Because he still has, like, directions for the actors. We were required to. Um, Abe did, did not. What about Graves of Wrath? Abe did not. What? Yeah. I couldn't even tell you who writes Graves of Wrath. Raft. Steinbeck. Sure. Gosh, I hope that's right, or else people are going to be really angry on the Please internet. review this podcast and uh, give it a two if it's wrong. No. <laughs> give us a five if we're wrong. Yeah. Five yeah, stars yeah. will let us know that we're wrong. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you were saying. Oh, my uncle's that bad. Yuck. I'm sorry. Great movie. If yeah. you're in a film-type setting. Yeah. Yeah, if you are... But if you're just Joe Schmo, like us and who we're talking to... My life did not change seeing this movie. My life no. would have been the exact same if I did not see this movie. Well, yeah, but how many movies have you seen that you're like, oh, my gosh. But there's a lot that I've seen and been like, I need somebody else to see this so that we can talk about it. This is one where I saw uh, it and I was like, okay. I did it. Yep. Done. I sat through it. Yep. <laughs> I yep. sat through the weird masturbation scenes, which happened more than once, by the way. There's multiple? Yeah, there's a wow, second, there's a a second one. Well, yeah, because it just becomes like you get desensitized to it. When a huh. movie opens that way, everything else is just whatever. Okay, this yeah. is where we're going. This is where we're headed. Oh, alien sex? Yeah, not even worried about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, I don't even think this one was this long, this podcast. No, I don't think so. Because this movie, though it was great and I had a lot of notes, it was really, now looking back on it, it was really just about taking notes on what was happening in the movie. Yeah, the characters are 
yeah, my notes are basically the same. The only thing I didn't say is that the characters, I think, are very confusing. I don't know anybody's motivations other than Eliza's need for connection. Uh, okay, I can help you with that. Okay. One, Eliza's need for connection. Sure. The rest of them, no idea. Okay, that's what I'm just saying. No, no, I'm just kidding. I know. (laughs) I was hoping you'd catch that. No, uh, so Eliza has a need for connection, right? Sure. Um, uh, uh, Giles has the need for someone to care about him because he feels uncared for, fired, whatever. I don't care. It doesn't matter. The creature. Okay. Feel accepted or loved. Not worshipped. I think he just wants to get home. I, no, no, because if that were true, he wouldn't take her with him. Well, she gets gills. He comes back for her, and he, I think he has a connection to her, but really he's just trying to get home. Okay. Also, and the side note, the her. gill thing, she was scrapped. Okay, we'll go back. Hold on. We'll go back. Okay. Um, just remind me about that. Okay. Uh, Strickland, his uh, motivation was from his boss, the five-star general, who was like, if you don't do this, I will so make you disappear. not interesting. Well, of course. And then okay. Dimitri, like, I think the problem is everyone had their own forces from the outside. Dimitri's force was Russia. Yeah, this guy's force was. Yeah, that's an interesting character. If all of well, your yeah. characters' motivations are external to the movie, then okay, you're telling me and not showing me, and that's a bummer of a plot device. Okay, okay, let's go back. She was found. Mm-hmm. Eliza was found in yeah. South America by the yeah. water with scratch marks on her neck. Tell me that's not his claws that scratched her on the neck. He breathes into her mouth, heals them, makes them gills. Tell me that's not a connection there. What if instead she already had gills? She was his queen to begin with. She is also a weird creature like that. That's why she's okay with the weird lizard sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, this is a real stretch, but what if she was just like him, same species or whatever? Okay. And the gills, the scratches on the neck were the gills healing over so that she could be on land. And she just like transformed into land person, and they through need... some coincidence, they're able to reconnect. She doesn't remember her past life. This is, I'm just making this up. It sounded good. I'd watch that movie. I think <laughs> I think I, that's what I did watch. That's but, Aquaman. Oh, boring. Uh, whatever. Aquaman <laughs> sucks. DC right better. Um, <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I need to. I haven't either. I haven't even seen one. Then why Woman. are you dissing it? Because I just don't like Aquaman as a character. Um, <gasps> so here's what I'm thinking. No, never. Take it back. I never. Um, Aquaman's great. The you're making me forget. <laughs> I know. Uh, um, the Gill thing. The yeah. Gill thing. What was I gonna say? I don't know what I was gonna say. All I know is this movie. I think everyone should watch it once. So we both agree that this is a pass, but for different reasons. Yeah. I don't, like, it falls closer to my great, because seven and up. I don't give very many movies a seven or higher. But this is this is up in the top of the pass. Like, this passes. You should watch it. Have you seen American Psycho? Uh, oh, with... Um, Christian Bale? No. So that's another movie. I feel the same way about that one that I do about this, where, like, watching it, I was like, wow, every single scene of this is so well-constructed yeah. and communicates so much. And the characters are well acted. And I never want to see it again. Oh, uh, so I guess we're not doing that episode, huh? Well, we can. I remember enough of it. Oh, jeez. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a pass. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's a pass. Um, Next week we're doing... Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. 
Um, Join us next week for Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, I promise the crow won't come back. Yeah. We're gonna go buy a new DVD. Sure. Together. Yeah. So we'll we can right make now. sure that we both have it. Yeah. We're each gonna buy our own copy. To doubly make sure. Doubly. Yeah. Uh, I'm Abe. And I'm Jake. And we give this movie a pass, but what do what we know? What do we know? What do we know? Bye, guys. Bye.